Y'all know who I feel like right now. I feel like uh, I don't remember how many years she said it's been, but I feel like the chick from the Titanic, when they actually want her to tell her story, uh, you know, about the Titanic and the mishaps and the heart of the ocean jewel and all that type stuff, where she's like, it's been 87 million years or however long she says it. That's what I feel like right now, because it literally feels that long since I've caught up on this series. Now, I did do commentary earlier for... Um, insecure season five episode two which y'all can check out if y'all want and yes people i said in my intro for that episode i know i'm way behind with the series i'm even behind on the halo series which is so disrespectful even more disrespectful to my watch list and just my tv watching in general because if it was one thing i was excited for it was halo but here we are people um you know that's neither here nor there we're back with um you of course it's still season one people i'm only on episode three I know I've got a lot of shit to catch up on. That's why I've purposely been avoiding spoilers for this. Anytime somebody's like, oh, my God, you started watching you. Did you see the part where did it? Like I cut them right off because this is a show that I initially was like, eh, it's mainly it mainly seems like it's for the female audience. But, you know, I stand corrected once again, man. If there's one thing I like as far as like movies and shows, I like to be proven wrong more times than I don't. But uh, this, this show, man, I was pretty much hooked on episode one. And, you know, the character of Joe, played by Penn Badgley, that's the guy's name. He's the guy who was the son in the Stepfather remake. I think Nelson McCormick was the director of that. And it's not a terrible remake. I think Penn Badgley was actually one of the better parts of it. And um, it's the girl name, Elizabeth Lail. You know, Joe and Beck, where we, where we last left off, if I'm not mistaken, episode two, Joe had killed the guy that he had trapped in that, you know, that where he whatever the hell it is man it's like a cell or some shit with with tiny holes and shit inside of it or whatever the hell he's he's got set up in there i just remember there was you know all these books encased in this glass box and he had it set up to a to a point where the book you know the pages couldn't deteriorate there couldn't be any you know discoloring of the pages it was a whole bunch of weird stuff going on but he had that you know piece of shit ex-boyfriend that Beck couldn't seem to get rid of. He had him locked up in there and he gave him drugs and stuff like that. He made him overdose at the end of the episode, if I'm not mistaken. But um, I, I, I say all that to say this, people. Uh, Joe is a very interesting character in this show because he plays both the protagonist and antagonist, regardless of whether he's madly in love with Beck. He's fucking insane. He's nuts, man. Like this dude is wired differently man but that's something that keeps me interested in the character not to mention he's a big bookworm but he does it and he goes about it in really murderous ways this guy's a murderer so it's kind of like i go back and forth with the show where it's like yeah i'm rooting for you and i'm root i want you to find love man you know everybody deserves to find love out here but the way you're going about doing it bro like you're you're just a stalker a uber psycho stalker at that like you're just fucking insane with it man he was in her apartment looking through her laptop and doing all types of shit just so happened he ran into her and not even ran into her i'm pretty sure he was following her in that moment too where she fell on the train tracks and he saved her life and then they got in the uber together and all this other shit or the yellow cat like it's i don't know how this is going to end I, and nobody will tell me this. Every time I do ask somebody for one single spoiler, they nobody will give it to me. The irony, man, the one time I want a spoiler, nobody will spoil it for me. I asked somebody, I said, I know this happens. Does Beck end up 
killing for Joe? Does she end up liking it? And, you know, he ends up she ends up being the best thing that ever happened to him because they're on the same page and they're killing people together. I know that's going to happen, but nobody will tell me. Y'all ain't even got to tell me right now because I know it's going to happen. But it's all good, though. No worries, people. Now, this is on Netflix, just in case anybody is tuning in with me. And y'all know if y'all are tuning in, y'all are the true to the reviews MVP. So um, with that being said, people, first time watch commentary for you. Season one, episode three. I will hit the play button in three, two, one. Previously on you. Let's get it. You're Joe. Goldberg. A guy needs to protect himself. And your name was a glorious place to start. The next thing our little friend the internet gave me was your address. Oh. Right, she was just super drunk. Sure. Hey, let me up. Fell on the goddamn train tracks. Back. Who is this? Benjamin J. Ashby, Greenwich-born, boarding school bred. After you. Now that dude, now I don't know if I remembered this long ago when I first watched the, started watching the episodes. I don't know if I remembered that this guy is the same actor from Evil Dead. Benji, I'd love your help. Unfortunately, I know you're a pathological liar. I just knew Benji was the worst kind of poison. And so I did what I had if to do. so, he can't catch a break, man. He can't, you know, he read from the Necronomicon. He can't catch a break. He's fucking around with Joe's girl. He can't catch a break. You know, you're just that guy in movies. I was rooting for him in Evil it's Dead, though, because he got probably the craziest ass whooping pain-wise and was still rocking out to the end. If you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? Night of Living Dead. Beverly Hills Cop. Really? What? Oh, yeah. Dead serious. Okay. I'll bite and lighten me. Well, it's funny, but the danger feels very real. <laughs> it checks all the boxes. What's yours? What's your forever movie? Mm. I'd have to go with Pretty in pink. Oh, stop Invisible it. Townie girl swept off her feet by the one guy who really sees her. It's a little on the nose, Beck. I love that movie. Very on the nose. I'll be that guy, the one who sees you. You deserve that after Benji. So, your old girlfriend, that girl at Peach's party, was talking about Candace, is it? It's customary. Mm-hmm. The inventory of past heartbreak. I want to know. But Candace, I'm not sure how to tell you about her yet. It's it's too soon, Beck. I mean, I'm an open book, but it's it's the old story. Just thinking you're right for someone, and you're not. I got about a dozen of those. Right, story of my fucking life. Let's have version. grief counseling. Or ten. <laughs> yeah. Ten. Ten. <laughs> Give or take. Boom! There it is. I want to come in. I do. But I'm gonna make us wait. You're worth waiting for. Besides, I... Right now, I have something rather pressing to deal with. Disposing of the body? Plus, you don't want to, um... You don't want to, um... I mean, I know he's a serial murderer and all of that type shit, but it's like, you don't want to impose and be like, Yeah, so can I come in? You know, if you get the invitation, there's something different. And if you get the invitation and you're a vampire, you are, you're good to go. Grab and go? Really? Townie Pie? What the? You're dead to me, Benji. Dead. Damn. 
you're finally moving on. And now that you've dealt with Benji, it's time for me to do the same. Woo! Looks like one of the Walking Dead zombies now. This show is like it, it, it's, it's, it reminds me of shit like um, very bad things. Death becomes her stuff like that. It's like it's it's comedically dark. But I'm into that shit. Fun fact: spatchcocking a chicken and dismembering a human involve the same six essential steps. Not sure I'm down for that. Little intense, but I think I finally have a plan for Benji. Oh, hey, Joe, I didn't know you were up there. Do you mind if I play some uh, Enrique Iglesias? I'm trying to bone up on my Spanish. These are officially Sounds the darkest great. days in the history of the world. I mean, I, I could play something else. I got a ton of playlists <laughs> on here. I got rock music, club music, jazz music. I wonder if he's a virgin. Stick with the Iglesias. I'm just going to be in the basement working on some books. I don't want to be disturbed, right? No problem. Thanks, Joe. Here's what I know. There can be no dead Benji for you to mourn. He uh, you're to not about to bash his face in Leatherface style, are you? Media, portrait of a dude hard partying his way off the grid. As for the body, cremation seems expedient. This will require chemicals, a steady blaze, and absolutely no dental records. Shit, don't, don't. There's another way. Bitched up. He said, I can't do this, man. This ain't no movie. Slow the biological role on Benji. It's about temperature and it's about humidity. And dropping the temp this low puts the books at risk. Dry, brittle, lost forever. Good lord. Won't let that happen. Gertrude Stein is dead. She's not coming back to sign books. Hopefully, this holds him until I can man up and do the deed. Come in. Hi. Joe is. There, I don't know how many times I'm gonna say it through these episodes. This dude is. Transfer. Professor Lane, I agree. I, there's uh, no word for crazy. Oh, sorry. Um, I'm looking for Professor Mott. Beck is it? Yes. Life. I heard you were joining us. Yeah. We meet here for workshop on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Did she say Blythe? No Leahy, though, so bring your I feel like I Blythe is you. such an expensive name no, to I have. Actually, I like I feel like if your name is Blythe, you have to be like wealthy. So illuminating. I don't know. That's just social media. It's like the next great genocide. <laughs> Jersey, right? Sorry. That's where you're from? No, I'm a. Uh, I'm from Nantucket. Oh, interesting. Where are you from? Such a tough question. Um, I was born in Papua New Guinea, but my dad worked for the State Department, so we moved around a lot. Actually separated from my parents at one point, did some modeling in Tokyo. One answer is just fine. My hair is super unique there. Hey, son, more, more, heard a What? I'm sorry, it's my grandparents. I'll see you in class, okay? Okay. Hey. You are an interesting case. And then case. she walked away, and I melted into the earth. Sounds like a pretentious bitch, if you ask me. No, life's amazing. She wrote this piece about how she and her mother got bulimia together while in Italy, and she was 12. This act, I keep forgetting this actress is in here. Is that a no? It's a dick pic, Annika. I think I thought, I thought she was going to try to fuck Joe one of the last episodes. No. Why is it against shag carpet? I don't know. 
perspective. Every, Joe ain't far behind, man. I keep forgetting Beck can't take a piss without Joe on her top. He just be he like, yo, you over there having fun? Fat bats, boomerangs, banana boats. Shay Mitchell, yo, that's her name. More power to him, but your friends kind of treat sex like is shit. But you're different, aren't you? Honestly, I see your point. I hooked up with some guy last night, knee deep in, before I realized he's uncircumcised. Oh, <laughs> it kind of looked like I don't know a hoodie. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Bookstore clerk has a turtleneck. Bookstore <laughs> manager, but no, not Joe. Some guy from Tinder, just a little yeah. down and dirty, you know. Well, what? <laughs> Joe is still a maybe. A maybe. Damn. I'm a maybe. <laughs> you're still screwing other guys back. <laughs> How did I miss this? How did I read this so completely wrong? Look, if you want to bone Benji out of your system, more power to you. I just want to make sure that you're respecting yourself. Look, I'm just saying. Yeah, don't be getting all sloppy drunk fucking everything with a pulse. Amazing self right now. I mean, this is, this is my process. It's like a Benji exorcism. I'm just exploring my options in a city of 8 million people. But there's a perfectly good serial killer that wants to treat you right out here. Like, I don't... I just Please don't make her character, because I like Beck. But, and she makes some bad decisions. I understand who doesn't, but I don't want her to be a slut. And as soon as I say that, she's fucking a guy in the next scene, of course. Maybe this is your process. Nobody buys the first pair of jeans they try on, no matter how perfect. Um, yeah, if I try on jeans, I'm buying them. This is just a stage. A quick password search on your iCloud has revealed a swipe fest of millennial man boys. Guy with Tiger, Junior William Morris agent, Viking wannabe. You've been a busy girl, Beck. More competition than I realized. This thing between us. How can he watch her just get her boots smoked like that? But I can't get rid of every guy in New York. If I want to win your heart. And you can tell my man's serious. He didn't even take his glasses off when he was having sex with her. Oh, they broke the bed. I'm not a That's a win. I'm the one. That's a W. Breaking bed frames and it's headboards time. is definitely awesome, time people. To get rid of Benji, so I can focus my undivided attention on you, back on us. Yeah, I so know. They, he, he said the name of the show in the you show. Hey, Paco. I do. Yeah. So here's the thing. I have a secret project I'm working on, but I gotta open up the shop. So I thought you could run some errands for me. I'll give you a little money for books, just between us. No problem. Between us. What do you need? But you might have to run to a few different places. Oh, that grocery list. You can count on me, Joe. And Paco just wants to help, man. He's like a cool little surrogate little brother. Thanks, Pac. I would call him Pac, too. You, you're cool enough with me, kid. You have earned the nickname Pac. I to I. My heart is his. And that was sunset. Okay. Is there a I'm not sure it had the vigilance or depth that you're capable of. I just wasn't fully invested. Yeah, me neither. Interesting life. <laughs> How do we maintain the reader's attention? We infuse the universal with painful specificity. Or they simply turn the page. Exactly. Yeah, inject some violence up in that bitch. And I'm not commenting on Yuri's poem per se is not to be bad, but unremarkable. Unremarkable. That is the fear. Mm. I hope this was helpful, Yuri. 
I think that does it for today. What does she have? Has she got something out for Beck? is blank. And Beck. Send a piece of your choosing to myself and your fellow classmates, and we'll review on Thursday. Beck is like, I cannot deal with my life right now. I still, I'm sorry, I still love her apartment, though. Here's what I've gleaned from this little She can't even get comfortable in the bed. You're in no mood to write. See, that's the cost of good sex, man. Bed frames. Maybe. You're enthusiastic, but ultimately empty encounter with that Warby Parker wearing mixologist could work to our advantage. I've got time to kill while Paco that shouting. You read my mind. Pick you up in an hour. But I have to play this. So is he just going to sit across the street for 60 minutes? Break out the big gun. I'm not gonna lie. At first glance, I thought he was driving a hearse. I was about to say, listen, dog, you you too goddamn obvious if you're driving a hearse. You're in flip-flops, and your toenails sparkle, and your hair's in a bun, and hey, at least you don't have any hickeys, so there's that. She did, I'm sure she'd wear a turtleneck. Oh my god, I can't believe this is your car. Then again, like, who still puts, you know, people should put hickeys other places other than, never mind, let me shut up. Nah, she should have been like, nah, nigga. Uh, You've been spying. What's wrong? This girl, Blythe, in workshop, she just submitted her short story. And? And I haven't even started mine yet. It's due I do like that they're submitting short stories, though. I like that little subplot in any movie. For real, for real. I really do. Hers. It's brilliant. You only it's read about two sentences. A crow that flies into a woman's house, runs into the walls, and leaves blood everywhere. That sounds terrible. Read it. Well. He's like, and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why they could never right. get the crow remake off the ground. 
you something? Nah. Anything. Promise to tell the truth. Scouts on her. She's like, did you kill Benji? <laughs> Do you think I'm unremarkable? Unremarkable people don't worry about being unremarkable. Damn, well that was easy. I was about to say the way that he, you know, brushed her hair behind her ear, he better had had something really important this is to say. It, this is the moment. I'm gonna show you just how remarkable you are. You want it down and dirty. <laughs> Joe got it, yo. It's episode three, bro. You gotta give her what she want. Wait, what the fuck is wrong? Oh, they're still in the store. I thought they were somewhere else. Yo, he was like, I'm about to show you how remarkable you are. He was yeah, ready to go. I'm thinking that they cut to, you know, them inside of her apartment or something. They were still inside the store. Hello? Hey, Joe. It's Ethan. Ethan from the bookstore? Yeah, yeah, I know who you are, Ethan. Right. Uh, thing is, the power's out. Um, the electrician says he thinks the system is overloaded, but he can't get to the fuse box because... It's in the basement with a dead body. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He thinks he can pop the lock, but I just wanted to, you know... No, 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 no. Tell him just, something, just, just, Joe. Just tell the electrician to go home. Well, I'll call him later. You lock up and go home. I'll deal with it when I get back. Right? Okay. Everything okay? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's just a little problem at the shop. I should get you home. <laughs> you think? I was afraid this might happen. You ain't biting Six no yams tonight, bro. unit from the late 70s cranked to its lowest setting, even in death. Benji is a colossal pain in my ass. Yeah, he really is, though. I love the, um, <clears throat> which I've said in the other two episode commentaries. I love the, his, um, his narration throughout this series. Because he doesn't play it really over the top, even though some of his line delivery, like not line delivery, but the lines written for him as he narrates are really fucking nuts, man. Ooze. Ew. Things have grown biologically dire in the Benji department. Yeah, well, also you killed the him. Department, but I can't protect them until I get rid of him. This nigga didn't read a book on decomposition or something? How are you going to even get him out of there? Not as hey, easy as it looks in the movies. To? Do you happen to read Chinese or own a mallet? He's like both, actually. The books are safe. Basement is 100% corpse-free. Can't burn the body in daylight anyway, so the least Benji can do is wait in the car for a little while. Is he in a trunk? He's helping her put together her bed frame. Now, as he's putting it together, he should be like, so what happened to the last bed frame you had? Let me tell y'all right now, putting shit together, I'm not bad at it. Putting shit together by how it is supposed to be put together in the manual, I am bad at it. I do it how it looks, I do it on my own. 
And every single time I do this, there's always two screws left over. Which means I fucked up somewhere along the line, but I pretty much 98% got the job done. I think I did that. Yeah, I did that when I put together my daughter's, um, you know, when she was on the way, I put together her crib. Well, me and her mom put together, but, you know, the guy do the, the heavy lifting. But uh, we put together the crib. I did a lot of it. Because my daughter was on the way at the time, and when it, it was put together, you know, so I took a picture next to it and everything. I had a proud daddy moment, it's and then I had okay. all these screws left no, over, and I'm just like, well, where the just, fuck do these go? I don't want you to think of me like that. I like you, Joe. Like, actually, like... But, there's always a but. He about to get shot down. And I was a little in my head, to be honest. Blythe's short story kind of threw me for a loop. It's not a competition. I know, but... I wonder... Am I ever going to write anything that amazing? All jokes aside, I wonder the same thing 24-7. I know you need to get out of your head Forget Blythe, this Blythe person. Forget everybody. Just write what you want. <laughs> Everyone says that like it's so easy. I, I know, I know. Right. Okay, so, um, pop quiz. I don't want the writers of this show don't to speak think. to me personally. Just answer. What hits you like a gut punch when you, the first thought? My dad. Before he. Right. No, it's a start. He was an addict. It was hard. And scary. So I'm guessing she projected some of the daddy issues on Benji, which is why she fell for a guy like that. When I woke up to the smell of pancakes cooking. You realize it was red ladle to scoop up the batter. Oh, I was about to say you realize he was in there cooking crack instead. It's the red ladle story. And I would be laughing, singing along to some bad top forty song, and everything would be right. But then he'd he'd go out and. The ladle would go back in the drawer, and I'd wait for the next good day until there weren't any more. <laughs> wow, I did not expect to say all that. I think you're right. You definitely don't have anything meaningful to write about. Oh, Benji was wrong about all of it. His whole red ladle story. You don't want to be spanked. You want to feel safe. Loved. You want someone to make pancakes for you. Not really a... How many of y'all out there love pancakes? I'm not really a pancake dude. At least not anymore. I gotta really want to be full off breakfast on some shit. Like, to have pancakes too. Wait, are they gonna test drive and, and, and break in the new bed? 
Please tell me they are. God damn, can they um, get a break? Hold that thought. I'll be right back. Jesus, man. I mean... I just want them to seal the deal. Maybe he'll stop killing people. He won't have to stalk her anymore. I should have known. I'm having a really bad flare-up. I think I need you to take me to the emergency room. Oh, you alright. You oh, just, somebody Joseph. shot the club up and came inside of you and... Here. I told you he was coming. That's all good. You alright. Peach is really sick. I mean, this is probably more than you need to know, but I have a rare chronic bladder disease called interstitial cystitis. Oh, gosh. I can't say that three times. I mean... You know, some people think I'm being uppity, but I can't have any fast food. And if I drink, it has to be a high pH, you know, like Kettle One or Goose and Pear Juice. Let's go Goose. Weren't you doing Jaeger shots at your party? Oh, oh, let's get you to the hospital. Yeah. Um, you Joe are faking it, girl. Right, Joe, you can take us. Of course. I mean, I've got a dead body in the trunk, but hey, no biggie, right? Oh, this is taking forever. The Claiborne home. Huh? first street to get across town. Be nice. I'm in real pain. All right, well, you need the ride, bitch. The fuck, man? Like, I, yo, oh, I'm, god damn. Just the I'm feeling ungrateful like, antics, man. Like, um, sort of putrid aroma that keeps wafting in the back seat. What can I say? It smells of the city. I can't deal. I can't deal. We'll walk. Get out of this. I'm so sorry. Yo, I don't know if I said this in um, episode one or two commentary, but the actress that plays Beck, she looks like Julie Benz. She looks like Julie Benz. If nobody knows who Julie Benz is, she was in um, Jawbreaker. That's him. Uh, she was in Ramble 4. Wait, what happened? What'd he do? Potassium nitrate, six rolls of duct tape, fire starter, twine, burlap, wood stakes. <laughs> they like, nigga, who you murdered? Explain, <laughs> explain the shopping list straight out of body disposal for dummies. <laughs> I know. I know how this all must look. I know involving Paco is a hard thing to do, but you, things have been a little crazy for me lately. I guess I was hoping I could make the world a better place. That, that, and now I, I feel like I'm watching this again for the first time, and I don't know if I've yeah. said this before. That guy. It would, it would just be easier if I show you. He is the guy who, um, not the cops, yeah, but the you. other guy. He was in, um, Valentine. He's the guy dating, um, he's the guy dating Dorothy in Valentine, and he's the one that gets the axe through the back while he's changing the, or he's uh, lighting the pilot. Firestarter? I like the grill. Here. There you go. Yeah, I don't want to eat a cherry tomato. I'm good. It's good. Thank you. So he built a garden. So what? I told this guy, stay away from my girlfriend's kid. And what does he do? He gives him money? For errands? Hey. Well, that's Paco's fake-ass pop. I've almost forgot about that dude. You go back inside him. Just tell your mom I'm going to be right there, okay, buddy? All right, all right, all right. They need to arrest his ass for domestic abuse. tough to manage at times, but that's what makes him vulnerable to freaks like this. Look, I apologize if I cross the line. 
I just noticed how hungry Paco is all the time. You know, I, I gave him a few dollars to go to the store, honestly, so he could buy himself a sandwich. I lend him books from time to time, too. That's all. Just seems a little neglected. Are you kidding me right now? I'm not saying they're unfit. A lot of people drink. Oh, that's it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry to have taken up your time. Good luck with the garden. Thank you, officer. People, they're easy to fool. Like these cops. I'm the nice straight-edge guy, so there's nothing to worry about. People believe whatever Yeah, you lend out you. books and grow cherry tomatoes. To I mean, that's... Okay. You believed you deserved Benji and his neglect, and you believed you deserved Peach and her drama, and on, and on. I want to call and tell you, but I can't, because there's a traditional waiting period between every goddamn communication when you're trying to date someone. Yeah, I need to know... I hate this generation. How he's like, did you dig a hole first? Are you gonna dig a hole all night? I how are you gonna get rid of this body? He's gonna burn it. Alright. Could y'all imagine just passing through? I mean, I don't know what the hell y'all would be doing in the woods, you know, if you're not camping or something like. But could y'all imagine just passing through and seeing him, you know, burning a dead body in the woods? You can always count on me. Thanks. So, what do you think about Joe? Uh, yeah, you know, I like him. I think I might really like him. I mean, I wasn't sure if I was ready to get involved, but maybe. Okay, you can't be serious. I mean, the guy works at a bookstore. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Back. The judge well, zone. I know you. You don't want to spend your fifth anniversary going dodge at Katz's Deli. You need someone to take care of you. So you can write, be free, happy. So she can just completely not be self-sufficient, right? That is not fair. First you fucking tell her, oh, I just want to make sure you're respecting yourself. And then it's like, don't fall in love with somebody. Just because you look good does not give you the right to be a bitchy character. Yeah, leave her. Yeah, yep. You'll figure out a way to get home and everything. I don't like peaches, man. Normally, characters like that with attitudes and just prissy at like I'd be turned on my shit like that because I don't know I'm the type of person like the oh, chick no, peaches. No, 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 no. Yeah, you might be okay, a ten, right. but I would just talk to you and treat you like you're a six, just so you know you are not all you're cracked up to be, and you know good looks do not compensate for a shitty personality. Why don't you meet me back at my place? Maybe we can pick up where we left off. What about Peach? What about her? Where okay. is she now? Indochine? Oh, okay. Perfect. Peach is gulping steamed Chilean sea bass down her scrawny gullet. I'm about to get caught. Yup, so? I, I just said, what if somebody stumbled upon him in the woods? Right, but then you, you know, drop everything for some medical emergency, which, by the way, many believe to be psychosomatic in origin. I meant about you coming over. I wish I could. I wish I could, but I'm just really busy right now. So, in fact, I should go. Look, I know Pete showing up was bad timing, but I wasn't exactly writing when she showed up. No, I know. Pro tip of the day, screen your calls when you're trying to burn a body. Because it turns out things slip out that you didn't actually want to say. Sorry. <laughs> but, you know, you 
He is all over the place. What is that supposed to mean? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do what you want, but I, I can't tell what that is. Like, build you a bed, be with you on the bed, drop you on the block because your friend is asking and not very... Seriously, Joe, shut up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have to go. What? Hey, how's it going? Good. He just did that do-it-yourself bonfire. bonfire. Yep, Jinx, she owes yeah. me a soda. What can I say? I went a little crazy. You, you know, you, you're welcome to join if you like. Please say no. Please say no. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get back to the car before it gets any darker. Good luck. Yeah, have a good one. You too. Oh, you gotta love the little cute matching flannel. I believe in love at first sight. I had it with you, Beck. And maybe, just maybe, I destroyed it. Just as fast, in the space of a single phone call. Was all this for nothing? Probably. Oh, I was about to say, it's not over, is it? I've been calling you, Beck. But straight to voicemail. Worst three words in the English language. Whoa. I wonder My apologies, people. Like it was a quick little skip there. I don't know what the hell that was. And we definitely wouldn't have named them things like Gulliver or Blaze or Misty with an eye. We would have crushed this together. It wasn't supposed to end like this. Call me back, Beck. Poor kids don't even know they're getting read a story by a serial murderer. I don't mean this to blow smoke up your ass or anything, but your writing makes me think that Raymond Carver has been reincarnated. That is so kind of you to say, Tomas. I was born in 88, the year he died, so weirdly enough, you're not the first person who've said that. Yeah, he is. Ken, Stop lying. work life. Excited to see what's next. Heck, we weren't expecting you. You didn't send along pages. I know. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry I'm late. It's just... I, I wrote them, but they sounded super emo, so I ripped them up and started over, and I lost track of time. Blythe, don't you say a goddamn word. This feels like me and what I want to say. It's only one page, but um, that isn't really enough for us to critique. Are we supposed to read it now, in front of you? It's kind of awkward. If that's the case, no, your bow tie is kind of awkward, sir. Something where I can't hide what I'm thinking. <laughs> Let's just reschedule your review for another time. Come on, stop doing this to her. I mean, I know she's fucked up in the head a little bit, but damn. I hate that dude already. <laughs> Are we supposed to read this in front of him? <laughs> what are we supposed to do? It's always one pompous dickhead that's like that. Back? Hey. Uh, okay, so I hate to admit it, but you were right. A little bit. I will do anything for my friends. And do I hide behind them? Yeah. And do I use them as an excuse not to write? Honestly, I'd use anything as an excuse not to write because, okay, I'm afraid I might fail. I'm one terrible page away from confirming I'm the worst writer in history. All of that to say, if I'm sending mixed messages, it's because I don't know who I am. So how am I supposed to know what I want? And I know, I, I know I sound super gross, like so, I don't know, millennial. D don't say anything. 
In this moment, you are everything. Here's the thing. If you know who you are, it's not like you share it. I mean, you're a nice guy with the... You are remarkable stuff and feelings guy with the right what moves you. But then you try and go down with me in the middle of a furniture store. Yeah, it was the right place, right time. For God's sakes, why are you holding a Pendleton blanket? I've never even seen your place. And you never talk about any of your friends. And who are you? (sighs) Valid questions. Okay, that was too much. Um sounded better in my head i want to show you something he's like i burnt this body of your ex-boyfriend in the woods and i really would like you to take a look at my handiwork you want to know me Beth? uh-oh he's what if he just killed her boom three seas three episodes season I'll and it's over exactly who i am please don't 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 i don't want it to go off the moment he says that don't roll the credits Don't do it. Don't. Okay, here we go. I thought they were going to. The rarest books. The collectibles. First editions. I'm going to be real with y'all. I don't know. I don't think y'all can hear that wind. I don't know if it's like raining. If it's about to be a tornado outside. Paste. It's all vulnerable. All sensitive to light. Humidity. Temperature. That's why... They need to be in here to protect them. I mean, I can dig it. I can it. take you to my apartment anytime you want. I want you to meet my friends. I do. But this, this right here is the most important place in the world to me. Are they going to fuck in that box? As weird as it sounds. They're gonna mess up the moisturizer and the air temperature for the pages or something. Books are more alive, more worthy than most people I know. You wanna know who I am? This is it. And then he just transforms into a fucking book. Then we get the real plot twist. That one scene alone was better than. There you are. That's it. All three Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Even though they're not terrible. Oh, I feel like this is a good step, you know? Like, this is good for me. Joe is good for me. Whatever you need, Bex. Bex. I'm just saying. And I mean this honestly. Maybe a simple life isn't so bad. Maybe it's what you need. Maybe I should be looking for that. Joe isn't simple. He's he's different. Complicated. That's funny. You know, people can I feel like people can be simple yet layered. It's a big difference, man. Hosma Vaz. Oh, it was just here. Joe was looking at it. At my party. I'm sure it'll turn up. a lot of Oz books. I don't think I've read any of them. Called and asked me to come over. 
who's 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 gonna be at the front door? Somebody gonna be at the front door. You gonna have to kill somebody else. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm so stupid. I left your list in my bed, and Ron found it. I'm sorry. You're not stupid. It's not your fault. I tried to explain. It's not your fault. Guys like Ron are bullies. We just need to stay one step ahead of them. Like the Musketeers. Always one step ahead of the Cardinal, right? Mm. One for all? And all for one. I know that's right. Paco. Oh, my God. Get inside. Yo, I'm going to be really pissed off if something happens to Paco, man. At the hands of this piece of shit right here. Leave the kid alone. He's like, did you just touch me? But I'm right. There's something wrong with you. I see it in your eyes. Then you should see that I am absolutely insane and you shouldn't put your hands on me, sir. Knock, knock. You hear yet? Because tonight, tonight I show you. Oh, Beck got her little sexy, sexy on. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Damn, she answered the door in the sexy, sexy. He don't want, he don't want to make pancakes no more. <laughs> Let's go, Joe. I was hoping they could break in the new bed. Time to give her that crazy D, bruh. Ain't nothing wrong with delivering the crazy D, fellas. I mean, it's it's up to us if we want to do that or not, because we have to be prepared with the shit that follows afterwards. He's like, did somebody just leave here? This John loose as shit. I'm joking, people. Yo, he did not did just... just do that, yo. <laughs> yo, he did not just do that, man. Hold up. Is it over? Is it over, people? I think it's over. And God damn it, damn it, damn it. I listen. <laughs> I was, you know what, you know what, people. All right, so the episode's over. I didn't think it was gonna stop that abruptly. I don't know. Uh, this says forty-one minutes and forty-one seconds. I don't know if I missed something like a, a, a little stinger at the end or something. My apologies, but this is where my shit stops. Um, God damn, Joe. And I was rooting for you too, man. Serial killer burning bodies and putting lie on them beforehand and everything i was putting everything to the side for you and rooting for you in the rafters brother man i wasn't even in the rafters i was on the sideline i had courtside seats rooting for joe and and, and you popped early bruh you popped early like he put it in like i i don't even know if he had time to get maybe several strokes in. he was like three strokes in and boom splat you know what i'm saying i was going to give this a 10 out of 10 but because Joe did that, I got to give it a 9 out of 10 as an episode overall. Um, definitely caught me back up to speed on everything. I'm definitely more like people. I'm more interested in this show than I ever was. But it th that shit. Oh, that's got to be bad. 
I don't know, man. Like, is that a real thing? Like, I feel like that was an urban myth. Like that do like like people do that, man. That's why I I've never heard of like like not heard of, but I don't believe in quickies and I hate when memes be like, yo, man, this shit's so good, you're gonna bust in two minutes. It's like, how does that how is that even a thing? I don't Joe. Joe, you got to redeem yourself. Episode four, we're, we're definitely doing commentary for that. You have to redeem yourself, Joe. I'm rooting for you. But this ain't this ain't one of them times. This ain't one of them times, bro. She was finally ready. You was talking all of this shit. Yeah, I'm going to show you just how remarkable you are or unremarkable. you. Are. Whatever the fuck he said in, in regards to what she was venting to him about. And you blew it. Literally. You blew Ah. <sighs> It's actually um, it's 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 homework, people, to know exactly what not to do. You know, don't gas people up and talk a good game and all this. Stuff. That's why I've never been a big talker in that. To play. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just too much, because if you talk and talk and talk about this and that. And then when you finally decide to get it in, it's going to be trash. It's going to be trash. And then you're going to end up with the same face that Joe had and the same face that Beck had. Embarrassment and disappointment on one end. You know, it's one one thing on one end and one thing on the other, but still not a 10 man. I just didn't think Joe was going to fumble, you know, the, the, the third act of that shit just like that. I don't know, people, but but um, still a strong, strong ass uh, a, a nine out of 10, obviously, because the show is still I mean, I'm only three episodes in, but it hasn't lost it hasn't lost its pace at all. Hasn't lost its touch. And um, obviously season two and three got to be up next after this season four i think they just wrapped up on it but um we'll definitely be getting into that people so shout out pen badgley whether he you know his character popped earlier or not and shout out to elizabeth lail and and um good lord and uh shay mitchell shout out to her and everybody that was involved in the making of this episode this series man but uh yeah people y'all already know where to go man and if y'all don't y'all can follow the podcast on anchor spotify itunes google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, overcast pocket cast breaker radio public Podbean, and podcast addict i really have to figure out how to i know i say this all the time i have to figure out how to simplify them johns but yeah um and shout out to anchor follow me on facebook instagram and tiktok romero tutor shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs, and shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Horror Virus. And last, but certainly not least, shout out to the two, the reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there. People, it is not gonna hold y'all, man. I Like I said, I don't know which order I'm gonna release these in because there's commentary for this. That's gotta drop. There's commentary for Insecure, episode two. There's commentary for um, Choose or Die. Uh, I'm not gonna hold y'all. I still have to record the commentary for the Batman and I checked the runtime once again for it prior to this commentary that shit's almost three hours long and I forgot how long that movie is but I think that is a shorter runtime than Spider-Man No Way Home so I feel like why not just bang out you know um commentary for the batman and possibly get it out as soon as like tomorrow afternoon for y'all so that's probably on the menu man and being as though i have to get to that sooner than later man i'm going to keep this short and simple people but y'all already know the love and support that y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tutor another episode of tutor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one